Father, I just thank you for today. I thank you for what you're doing here, Lord God. I thank you for your word and your message, God. I pray that you speak through me today, Father God. I pray that manna from heaven would come down, Lord Jesus, and it would sustain us, God. It would bring us into the promise where you have called us to be, to the freedom that lies beyond our problems, the freedom that lies beyond what's bothering us, Lord God, or, or what's burdening us, Lord. I pray that we were able to walk and enter into that freedom, God. I pray that that freedom fall tonight, Lord, that you would speak through me, Lord God. It would not be Pete Benson speaking through this microphone, Lord, but it would be the spirit of the all-living God that dwells within, Lord God, bringing the word to his church and bring direction and, and just freedom in their lives. And I thank you for that, God. I thank you for what you're doing in this room. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I'm so glad to see you guys here tonight. It is a good day. It was warm. I was running around. I probably didn't wear a coat half the day. I know. Don't tell my mom. I'd be in trouble. But it was, it was really good. And I'm excited about what we're learning tonight. Um, it, it, I mean, just going through this stuff, it was blessing me. Spe- it was speaking volumes to my life just this week. It, it's, it's fantastic. And tonight we're going to be looking at, you know, the power of a renewed mind, how to transform your mind by the way you think, the importance of it, and what are some of the things that will drag you down. Um, the re- renewed mind is, is pivotal to our walk. We need to re- constantly renew our minds. Um, you know, and, and that's why some people, it just seems like they can't get it right, like they aren't successful in their life. They can't move forward. They're stuck in the same old rut over and over again. And they wonder, why? Why am I stuck in the same rut? What's going on? It's because, you know, they fail to renew their minds. In First Thessalonians 5.23, it says this. It says, now may the Lord, God, or now may the God of peace make you holy in every way. Make your whole spirit soul, and body be kept blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. And what we need to realize, what, we're, what we need to, to realize is we are a three-part being. God made us. It's called the trichotomy of man in three parts. You know, we have our, our mind was up here, our soul, and we have our spirit is inside of us, and then we have our body that's on the outside. And here, if you look on your notes, there's, um, there's that little circle here. And, and we need to realize this is how God created us. When God, when God said, let us make man, he said, let us make him in our image. In the image of God, he created man. Okay, so you have a, you know, a body as one of your parts. You have a soul as one of your parts. And then you have a spirit in one of your parts. Okay? And all these things come together. At the core of all this, there you are. You're there at the core where everything comes together in this portion right here. You know, that's how God created us. We are three parts. And, and tonight we want to be talking about that because, you know, the bridge between your body and your soul is going to be your brain. You know, that's kind of a bridge. It's, it's a gap. It's how they connect. It's, you know, they, they feed into each other. And the body and the spirit is right here. There's like a bridge, a crossover between that, and that's the blood. You know, because in... Um, it says right in uh, Leviticus 17.11, it says, For the life of the body is in its blood. Okay? And, the, and it says, the Bible says, you know, without the spirit, the body is dead. You know, and without that blood, you know, the body is dead. So there's like a, there's a gap. There's a crossover between the spirit and the body. And the, and the bridge and the gap between your soul and your spirit right here, that's going to be your mind. Or your, your unconscious. I know I'm terrible, Jar. But that's your... That's your mind. That's your subconscious. 
your, your unconscious mind, okay? And that's kind of the gap between your spirit and your soul. It's found there. And that's what we're going to be talking about. That's the mind, the portion of your body that needs to be renewed. You know, because your, your, your spirit, it will talk to your soul, you know, through your mind, okay? So you need to guard what's in there, you know? Ephesians 4.23 says, Let your spirit renew your thoughts and attitude. Okay, that's why a lot of problems in our lives, they're of, you know, they're not of the spirit. You know, they're of the mind. Your spirit, when you accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, your spirit is saved. It is going, you're going to heaven. You're heaven bound. But the problem is not with the spirit. You know, it's in the mind. You know, it's a problem of, of how you're programmed, what's in your head. You know, it's not, not always the spirit that you're struggling with. It's, it's the failure to renew your mind. Okay, by, re, by renewing your mind, you're able to move forward with what God has called you. And it says in your, in your notes right there, it says God communicates with our spirit man, right? But in order for our spirit man to be able to interpret what God is saying correctly, we must renew our mind. Unless we renew our mind, unless we take these steps and do that, we will never be able to interpret correctly what the Father God in heaven is saying to us. He speaks it through our spirit, and then we, we need to interpret it with our mind. You know, and this is the struggle that people go through. We want to move, go from second-level leadership to master-level leadership. And that's kind of what, this, what we're, we're chasing after here in this class. It's kind of what we're learning is how to go from just your average, ordin, ordinary, everyday leader into a, you know, a master-level leader, a God leader, somebody who, who has you know, the things of God built in them, and they lead with, with that kind of authority and with that kind of high level of excellence. You know, so it's, it's really the question that we need to ask ourselves, you know, are we going to be carnal-minded or are we going to be spiritual-minded? Are we going to use, you know, is our mind going to be, you know, controlled by the things of this world and programmed by the things of this world? Or is it going to be programmed by the things of God? You know, and there's a, there's a smaller diagram that I want to look at because if you break down this mind, this part right here, there's really even two parts to that. There's the unconscious part of your mind. It's your unconscious part. And then there's your conscious. And I'm sure I'm spelling this wrong. That's okay. Okay, so there's, there's the unconscious part of your mind, and then there's a conscious part of your mind. This part right here, your unconscious, it cannot filter what's put in it. It cannot judge. You know, it, it believes what it's told. You know, your conscious part, it can judge. It can, it can process what goes through it. Because if I come up to you and I say, hey, I'm Pastor Ben. You can look at me and say, hey, you're too handsome. You got, a, you got a great haircut. Your hair's doing this thing. You're not Pastor Ben. You know, and you can look at me and you can say, no, you're not Pastor Ben. But if I come into your room where you're sleeping and, you, and you're snoring away and I come in here and I say, I'm Pastor Ben. You might think, I'm Pastor Ben. You could, hi, Pastor Ben. How you doing? You know, because your, your subconscious mind, your unconscious mind, it believes in your dreams. I know that's kind of creepy, but... We're just making examples here, okay? So your unconscious mind might, you know, it believes in your dreams that I'm Pastor Ben and I'm having a conversation with you because it can't filter what's being put into it. It can't discern right from wrong. It can't discern the truth. But your conscious mind can. You know, you're not going to buy into me being Pastor Ben. I'm not that amazing, you know, sitting here. But, you know, there seems to be a wire or a connection between the unconscious and the conscious mind. There's, there's, a, there's a bridge, there's a gap there. And what we need to be careful of is because sometimes there are certain things in your life 
that, that can loosen this wire and let the devil, the devil will plug a microphone right into your unconscious, into this gap. Okay, he's got a little microphone, and he begins to feed in, you know, anything he wants. Because your, your unconscious mind, it can't filter those things out. It's going to believe whatever you tell it. Okay, it's going to believe whatever's filtering in here. It, it can't, it, it just kind of bypasses that conscious part of your mind. You know, so it's important that we, we, we look out for some of these dangers because there's a lot of things out there that, that could affect you. And one of them, and uh, if you want to just list one of them, is hypnotism. It's dangerous. It plants seeds um, unfiltered by your conscious mind into your subconscious. It gives somebody else the microphone to just start plugging stuff in there. You know, if I were to, you know, put you under hypnosis, lead you to the roof, and convince your, your subconscious that you can fly. Hey, you can fly. You can fly around this building. No problem. Go ahead and jump. You're going to fly. I might have convinced your, your subconscious mind that you can do that, but in reality, you, you know, gravity take holds and you'll fall. You need to take that leap and you will fall, right? So it's, you got to be careful what, you know, how you're, what's programming your subconscious. You don't want to let anyone in there and plug, plug into, your, into your mind and just in, in start saying stuff. It could be very dangerous, you know, because after you're saved, after salvation, it takes a while for your mind to catch up with the change in your spirit that just happened. It takes a while for it to, to catch right up because it's not gonna you're not gonna all of a sudden wake up and have the Bible downloaded into your brain. You know, it takes it takes a long time. It's it's a continual process. It's like jumping into time zones, okay? So you can fly somewhere else and you might look at the clock and it could say, Hey, it's only five o'clock, but really like, oh I'm so tired. It's, I feel like it's after midnight, you know, it takes a while for your the body to respond. And the same way with salvation, it takes a while for your your mind to catch up with the changes in your spirit. If you're tracking with me, you know, so it takes a long time. We need to be conscious of this, this time that it, it takes for, for your mind to catch up. Okay, something else that can, that can allow the devil to plug in your mind and plant things into your brain is certain drugs, prescription and illegal alike. There are certain drugs out there that gives the devil that foothold so that can loosen that wire and cause you to struggle with maybe depression or maybe cause you to act abnormally, Okay like marijuana, LSD, and numerous prescription drugs are opening gates, opening doors for the devil to, to plug into your subconscious mind and, and kind of bypass your consciousness and, and put things in there that aren't of God. Alcohol, the same thing. Alcohol allows the devil to, to slip in there and plant things in your brain. You know, we, we got to be very conscious. Um, another thing, and I think a lot of us struggle with this, is just the common lack of rest. Lack of rest in your life, that can be very dangerous and give the devil access. You know, he can plug his microphone in. You might start, start thinking, I'm worthless. I'm a loser. I can't do this. I'll never be married. No one likes me. You know, and, and they come at you and it's like, as I'm thinking these thoughts, but they're not your thoughts. But if you allow yourself to become so fatigued, you can allow the devil to just start putting this stuff in your brain. And so you gotta, you got to be, so if you're wondering, why am I thinking this? Where is this coming from? You might want to look at, am I getting enough rest? Am I sleeping? Or, you know, am I letting my guard down? Am I not, you know, not filtering out what's going in there, you know? And also something like dabbling in the occult. That will open up your mind to all kinds of weird stuff, right? you got to be careful of that. You know, even if you're, you're, you're saying, well, 
you know, I'm, I'm just doing meditation or I'm just, you know, doing this self-enlightenment. It's getting yourself to a point where, where you might, might be opening the door. You, you want to be conscious of that, okay? You know, if someone tells me, th- this, the next thing is, this one's a, a biggie. You know, I struggled with this one for a long time and I still, you know, got to conscious, consciously catch myself doing this is negative self-talk. You know, negative self-talk is huge. Your unconscious mind will believe whatever you tell it ten times more than if somebody else says it. If somebody else says, hey, Pete, your new haircut looks weird, I could be like, eh, you know, it's no big deal. Or, you know, it doesn't mean that much to me. But, man, if I look in the mirror and I'm like, man, you are ugly. You look stupid. What are you thinking? You know, my, my unconscious hears that, you know, what I'm telling it, and it believes it ten times more than if you would have told me. You know, it's just, that's the way it works. So we have to be careful not to say negative things about ourselves, not to say negative stuff like I'll never get married or I'll never do this. I'll never, you know, I'm not as good as them because they're way better than me. You know, that's negative self-talk and that program, you know what that is? That's programming your mind for failure, okay? It's programming your mind. It's setting you up to fail. You're saying, I'm not good enough. I can't do this. And that's one thing that will keep you from really excelling in your life is talking negatively about yourself. And, and so you want to catch yourself doing that, you know. And another thing, and this is probably not the most popular one, but it's secular music. Am I saying that every single secular song out there is of the devil? No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that there are some songs out there that are dangerous, especially like if you set your alarm clock to wake you up in the morning and it's music. And if that music that's playing through that alarm clock to wake you up is negative, your unconscious mind is hearing all of this thing. Well, you're not paying attention. Or maybe, maybe you're out in a garage and you're wrenching on a car and you're listening to country music and he's singing about how he hates his life or, you know, you know how much problems you have and how depressed you are. And you're, you're just wrenching on a car and you're not, you're not with your conscious mind saying, hey, no, that's wrong. I don't believe that. That's not. You know, all of a sudden you start wondering why you're so depressed. Why you're, you know, you got all these troubles in, your, in this world. And it's because some of the music you're letting come into your subconscious unfiltered without checking it. I mean, just think about yourself. Even at restaurants, you can go there. And if you're not checking what's coming in, you're being programmed by the outside, programmed from the outside in. And we want to be careful of that. We got to be conscious of that. So don't sleep with radio on this talking about, hey, my husband's cheating on me and he's a dog and all this. Because all of a sudden you start looking at your husband like, you're a dog. I don't like you. He's like, what I do? You know, he doesn't even know. You know, and you're like, why do I feel that way? And it's planting stuff in your mind that's not right. So we got to be careful of that. Okay, so we got we to gotta look at the music we listen to. You know, it's a process. Renewing our mind is a process. You know, it doesn't happen overnight. And Isaiah 28.10 says, it says, little by little. It's a process. You know, you don't start off in kindergarten writing novels and poetry, Right. First, you gotta, you got to stop. you got to learn what letters are. Then after you learn what letters are, you can start smelling small, small words. And then you can learn about grammar. And then you can do paragraphs. And then you can do short stories. And then you can, you can start doing essays. And then you can graduate. And then you can start writing novels and poetries. But you don't start out doing that. You start off small. You start off with the basics. And that's kind of like renewing your mind. you got to start off. And as you go, you be gradually begin to, to get that program. And you can look at those books and learn from them. And we have a textbook available to us that, that will walk us through this, that will bring life into our bodies and help us to renew our mind. You know, then you move on. 
Romans 12, 1 through 2, it tells us how to renew our mind. It says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. It says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to attest and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. You know, we renew our mind through repetition, through intense rehearsing and repetition. Okay, and that word that it uses in this verse, renovation, it actually means renovating. It means to completely change it from the old thing into something completely new. And that's what we need to do because we're, you know, we're carnal, we're fleshly, and we need to undo all that negative programming that's happened from, you know, outside influences like TV and movies and music and negative self-talk. We need to undo all of that and reprogram ourselves. You know, a lot of people, you know, like I said, our spirit man is saved, our spirit man's going to heaven, but a lot of people wonder, why do I keep going back to the same old thing? Why do I keep messing up? Why do I turn away? Is it because you don't love God? No, you love God. Is it because the devil is doing everything bad in your life? Not necessarily. It's not always the devil's fault. Sometimes, most of it is probably a problem with your mind. You need to renew that mind. Okay, think of yourself Think of it like autopilot. Let's say I jump on a cruise ship, and I say, let's go to Alaska. So I go to Alaska. I come back. It was great. Everything went smoothly, correct? Beautiful thing. Now I want to go. I want to go to Hawaii, but I forget to reset the autopilot, and that's still set for Alaska. So I get in the boat, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to Hawaii, and I'm driving. And I'm, and I'm just keep, like, trying to go to Hawaii. And as long as I stand there, you know, we're going. Things are going good, and all of a sudden, I've been pounding Mountain Dew, and i got to go to the bathroom. Okay, so I let go, and I go to the bathroom. What happens? The autopilot kicks in. It turns you back around, heads you in the wrong direction. You come back to it, and you're like, what's going on? I've done this. You grab the wheel. Then I go, you know, you're, you're twisting it with all your might. You're just putting it in there, and you finally you bring it around to the helm, and you're like, you're going, you're going, and then, you know, the kids are doing something weird, and so you, oh, hang on, i got to go do it. And the same process keeps going back around. Don't keep fighting it. Don't keep doing that. Don't keep wrestling it. And people are telling you, hey, dude, you just need to try harder. Hey, man, you need to do more. Hey, man, you're just, you're not, you're not loving God like you're supposed to. People are, are telling you all this stuff, telling all this way you can, what you need to do and what you're not doing and all this. But really, isn't it easier to go down to the control room and just reprogram the computer for Hawaii? <laughs> and now all of a sudden, you're not struggling. Now all of a sudden, you're not, you know, wrestling this. You're like, whoa, hey, this is... You know, you can lay down, take a nap, you're still headed in the right course. And God wants you to enter into that, that God kind of rest, that Sabbath rest. You know, that's where we need to be headed. We need to reprogram our minds. Or we're going to be constantly fighting that battle. It's tiring. It's wearing. And until we do that, we're not going to get it right. And that's what's going to propel you into master leadership is renewing your mind. You know, don't buy into, into the world telling you you need to try harder. Or it's all the devil's fault. You know, sometimes we, it's just simple that we need to, we missed a step. You know, so we overlooked something. And a lot of times this is something we overlook. You know, in John 6, 6, 63, it says this. It says, the spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of spirit and life. So we need to take hold of God's word. That's what we need to be feeding into our mind. That's what we need to be filtering through our body. You know, Hebrews 4.11 says, let us work to experience that God's rest. 
We need to work to experience that. You know, so we can no longer struggle, but we can rest in the Lord. Rest in what God has done in our lives. You know, that's where we need to, to go. And I have a 21-day a challenge I want to challenge you guys all with. Okay? And if you guys would with me, take this 21-day challenge. It'll, it'll help your life tremendously. Do this. Take the challenge and watch how your attitude changed. Watch how your mind's been renewing. And you'll, 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 you'll grow, you'll see fruit, and you'll be good. And the first thing that I want to challenge you guys with for 21 days is, is do not say bad things about yourself. Do not talk negatively, okay? Don't just say, well, I'm just grumpy today. I don't feel good. I, you know, I'm, everybody just makes me mad. You know, don't, don't say that. You know, even if that's how you feel, you don't want to say how you feel. You want to say what God's word says about you. For 21 days, do not say that. Don't, don't say, I'm ugly, or I feel stupid, or, you know, I'm not good enough. And people say this stuff to themselves all the time. I have to catch myself, you know, saying, well, you're, you know, you're, you're not doing good, or something like that. You know, you, you have to catch yourself. So for 21 days, don't say that. Only, only speak about yourself what God's word says about you. You're the righteousness of Christ. You're, you know, holy, you're holy, and, and just say those things that the word says about you. You know, and now as you're doing that, you're reprogramming your mind. You're reprogramming all those things that you've said about yourself that are negative. You know, so do that for 21 days. The next thing I want you to do is constantly judge what you're putting in. Constantly. Look at the, look at the music you're listening to. And sometimes, you know, I always tell, you know, some kids who say, well, I just listen to whatever and it's not bad. And I say, okay, do, do this. Take out the lyrics of those CDs, look them up online, whatever. Read through those lyrics without the music, without the, the beat or whatever it is you like about that song and just see what, what the message is. So a lot of times you're not thinking about it. You're just putting that stuff in your brain because it has a catchy beat, you know. Read it. Filter it. Look at it. What am I putting in there? You know, and a lot of times if once, they, once all that's removed and they're just looking at what it is, they're probably not too excited to show that to their mom. Like, hey, look, this is what I'm listening to. You know, you got to filter that stuff. You really do. TV shows, you know, what are you being influenced? What are you seeing? What are the images coming across your brain? You know, you need to consciously judge that. So for the next 21 days, everything that comes into your mind, everything that you're listening to, everything that you see, constantly judge what's going in. Okay? And the next thing is I want you guys to do this. Act as if, as if you can, nothing you do could fail. Act like nothing you could, could do fail. So if there's like a job that you really want or God's stirring something in your heart, don't let that fear and that doubt creep in and, and say, hey, you can't do that or you're not good enough. You know, you're not as qualified as this other person. Don't let that bring you back. Go for it. Go after it. Because I know Pastor Ben and, you know, and I alike, we, you know, it, it is better to have somebody who's not as educated with a good attitude than have somebody who's overly qualified for the job with a stinking, rotten attitude in a, in a carnal mind. I mean, it, I would take the guy who, who's got a good attitude, who's teachable, who's willing to learn any day over somebody who's, who's got, you know, got it going on, but you can't work with him because he's got a rotten attitude. And that's what we need to do. So put that into action in your life. Put that in your action. If there's something that God's putting in your heart, something stirring inside of you, go for it. And just say, God, you, you put this in me. I'm going after it, and I'm not going to approach it as if I'm, I'm already defeated. You know, you're defeated before you get off the ground. Go after it with confidence, you know. And then just enjoy what God has for you. 
Enjoy the things He has given you in your life. Enjoy your children. Enjoy, you know, the things that God has given you, your house, you know, and, and He'll transform you. And that's, you know, some of the ways you can transform your mind. Read your word. Read the word of God every day. Be feeding that into you. You know, if you're not feeding in the word of God, you're going to be starving spiritually. You know, if the only word you get is when you come in here and hear Pastor Ben speak, you're missing out. And I tell the kids that all the time, the, the youth. Say, if you're not feeding yourself, if you're not eating meat, you're starving. <laughs> you're on starvation. The devil can see that, see you that you're weak, and he's going to sing you out, and he's going to go after you and say, you can't, you know, it's like the, I always tell them, it's like um, a lion, you know. Do the lions go after the biggest, strongest bull in the herd? No. He goes after the sickly-looking, weak kind of thing. And, you know, that's kind of like you. If you're starving yourself, you're sickly, you're weak, you're an easy target. He knows all he has to do is come up and push you, and you fall over. Okay? So be feeding yourself. That's another thing that we're going to be doing over the next 21 days. Make sure you're feeding yourself. And I guarantee you, if you guys do these things, that you're going to start reprogramming your mind. You're going to start to see difference, changes in you, in the way you interact with people, how you think about yourself, and the things that you do. So do that. So let's, let's review the things that I want you to guide, guys to do. Don't say bad things about yourself. No negative self-talk. Constantly judge what you're putting in. Act as if nothing you do could fail. And enjoy what God has for you. And then finally, read the word. Feed yourself. Do those, three, do those things and you will, you will be propelled. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and pray. And then I'll turn it over to Pastor Ben. Father God, I pray that you would help us to renew our mind, God. I pray that you would help us to be intentional about the things that we filter in, God. I pray that you would, you would just come and move in our lives, God. I pray that we would not just let things loosen that wire and speak to our, our unconscious, God, and just feed, those, feed negativity into us, feed worldly things into us, God. I pray that we would feed in our mind. We would reprogram, God, the things of you, the things that you have taught us in your word, Lord, and the life that comes from your mouth, Lord God. I pray that we would put those things into us, God, and that we would be transformed, be renewed, Lord God. We know it's not going to happen overnight. We know I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and say, hey, my mind is renewed, but we're going to, through persistence, through repetition, through intense um, renovating of my mind, God, that you were able to do this work. You were, you were able to change us, God. And we just ask that you would do this, Lord, so we could be propelled into master-level leadership, Lord. We can be the people, the men and women of God you have called us to be. I love that prayer at the end of the song where he said, help us to be the church you have called us to be, Lord. That is our cry to our heart, God. We want to be everything that you have called us to be, Lord. We don't want to walk, Lord, with a spirit of fear, but with a spirit of power. We want to walk with authority because we have the name of Jesus Christ on our tongues and at our disposal and in our arsenal of things that we can use against the devil. We have the name of Jesus. We have the blood of Jesus, God. We are not defeated. We have the victory, Lord, and that you have called us to do a great and mighty work in this earth, Lord God, and I pray that you would use us to do that, Lord God, and that we would transform our mind to become soldiers in your army, Lord God, to be powerful Christians, Lord God, speaking life and giving hope to those who have none. Lord God, and I thank you for that, Jesus. I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for every person in this room. I thank you for Pastor Ben in this class, Lord, and, and I just pray that you do this work in us. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name, amen.